My name is Kelsey. And my name is April. And this is the Taste Buds Podcast. A podcast where we, registered dietitians, answer your burning nutrition questions. And talk all things food, cooking, research, and wellness. So sit tight and enjoy this taste of nutrition from a couple of buds. All right. Hello and... (laughs) Mute your thing. (laughs) I was like, no, don't do it. (laughs) Okay. Rewind. Hello and welcome back to the Taste Buds podcast. Um, Hi, everyone. We are here. We are going to make this one snappy this week. I know the last week (laughs) we were like, this is going to be a short one. And it was not. So we are going to actually make this one a short one so that you are, you know, hopefully not too long commute. Um, Doesn't, you know, go shorter than our (laughs) podcast. So, (laughs) Um, Kelsey. Give us a quick update. How are you doing? Quick update. I'm good. Um, Will and I are headed to a town called Rotorua this weekend for a little getaway. You guys are just jet setters. I'm I'm just trying to make the most of my life, you know, trying to find that balance. I really as like you to, should. Well, I just really like to travel, clearly. So I just try to do that as much as I can. <laughs> I love it. And take advantage of living in that wonderful part of the world, too. Oh, thank you. What are you up to this weekend? So this weekend is Labor Day weekend. We're recording right for Labor Day weekend. So I have this trip planned with my husband and my brother-in-law. We're supposed to go to Mexico. And I say that apprehensively because there's also supposed to be a cyclone coming (laughs) Heading Mexico <laughs> this weekend, oh, but no. we found out we cannot get a refund on our trip, so we are going, and it's all inclusive. So worst case scenario, you know, we'll we'll hang out, have some drinks, eat some, some good room food. Service. We'll look at the boat, the boat, the beach from our hotel room. Get some room service. You know, look at the beach tidal wave coming towards your hotel room. <laughs> yeah. From your room. So, I know we made the huge mistake of not checking when rainy season is in Mexico, mm. Mm. which is now, believe it or oh, not. Oh, <laughs> good to know. Letting our, letting so, our listeners know. <laughs> letting the listeners know, whoever's listening, double check when rainy season is before you plan your trip to Mexico. Yeah. I do have like kind of positive hopes though, because I was looking, really looking into the weather and stuff like that. And just like weather in Puerto Vallarta, which is specifically where we're going in Mexico. Okay. Puerto Vallarta. I find my it, Spanish I, is awful. No, me too. I struggle to say that word for some reason. It's just like tongue twister for me. But Puerto Vallarta, specifically, from what I've read online, is more inset because it's kind of it's not just like it's along the coast, but it's more like the way the shape of the land. It's more inset than other towns in Mexico. So a lot of times, even though a cyclone or a hurricane or whatever you want to call it comes by, it doesn't necessarily quote unquote hit Puerto Vallarta. Mm. Puerto Vallarta just feels like the effects of it. So like rain. So I'm hoping that what I'm reading is true and we don't have any issues, but we'll see what happens. You'll be fine. Oh that speaking of um Spanish, I had a client the other day I was talking to from uh well he's he lives in Colombia right now and oh, he was cool. telling me about like his meals and he was like, Oh, I eat arepes. And I was like, I'm, I, I was like trying to t- talk to him back about it. And I was like, you know, you can use that. And then I was like, I just felt embarrassed. I was like, I'm going to ruin this word. And, <laughs> but it's like a that. <laughs> corn, it's like a flat corn fr- flatbread kind of thing. It's like a tortilla, but. Oh, yeah. okay. 
I've never yeah. heard of that before. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those things because sometimes I just like don't know how to pronounce something. I just have to ask mm-hmm. them again and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know I'm not pronouncing yeah. this correctly. Like, how do I pronounce this? Because I'm yeah. just gonna butcher it. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was it was cool though. I love working with people in like different parts of the world that have different mm-hmm. cuisines because I'm always like, ooh, okay, let's like, how do we incorporate that's a starch? Awesome, we can like include that as a starch or like it's a nice new challenge. Yeah, it's fun. So I I just always think it's interesting. Or like mm-hmm. in New Zealand, I guess they have some like different types of fruits and different options for like they have different types of fish they're just called different things here um oh yeah so I just think it's interesting that's cool I have this funny story about fish that I'll have to tell you later okay well (laughs) a fish in Mexico (laughs) oh man well Um, I hope that you don't die in your hair in your cyclone (laughs) me too but yeah (laughs) um all right so let's get into the episode for today yeah, let's do it. We are talking about protein. The The theme of this uh, episode, I guess, is how much protein do you actually need? I know that protein is, you know, the end all and be all of nutrition at the moment. <laughs> April and I actually just earlier were making the joke of, you know, they've had low carb diets, they've had low fat diets. We're just waiting for the day that protein is bad as well. So yeah. <laughs> it's coming. So far, it hasn't it's happened. Coming. It's coming. Sure it's guys. coming. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't so you right worry, now, protein. You're next. Yes, honestly. Right now, it is the praised macronutrient. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to dig into that a little bit. Kind of, you know, how much do we actually need? What's the recommended amount? Um, can you have too much? Things like that. So why don't, April, do you want to answer the first question? Do you want to ask it? Um, I will I will ask it. All right. Go for it. I'm, I'll chime in later. So I'll yeah. Answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question of the day is what is the recommended amount of protein for a regular person? And what about muscle? That is an excellent question. I know I always say that, but I say the um, same for thing. <laughs> the recommended <laughs> amount of protein, basic, basic like nutrition 101 is 0.8 grams per kilogram. Um, per day is like just basic standard. Um, that's kind of like when we, you know, are doing basic nutrition knowledge, it's 0.8 grams per kilogram per day up to about one. Um, that's just like making sure you're hitting your recommended protein amount. Um, you're not trying to gain, you're not trying to build, you're just trying to eat protein and a recommended amount to Mm -hmm. stay balanced. Um, that'll end up being, well, it depends, obviously it depends on your person, but give you an exact way, 150 pounds. That's going to be about 70, six, let's say 65 kilograms and then times one. So that's probably about 60 to 65 grams of protein per day, which seems low because yeah. protein is so like, oh. <laughs> Um, and a lot of people are working on building mass, building protein, building strength. That's a common one. So that leads me to the next question. What about a person trying to build muscle? So that range is about, you know, it can start at 1.5, but honestly, I think a lot of people try to go for that two to 2.5 grams per per kilogram range, which that would lead, you know, that 150 pound person to probably have about 120 
grams um, per day, maybe up to 130. So that's kind of what we're looking at. And again, it really depends on your weight, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. Depends on your needs. It depends on, you know, how you're building your meals as well. And it also can depend a little bit on your protein sources if you're vegan or vegetarian. Um, that The way that lays out might be a little bit more carb heavy just because mm -hmm. um, of the protein sources. So that just gives you a little bit of a breakdown of what we're looking at there. Um, but as always, it's subjective. It can change a little bit. Um, so that's just kind of a good way. I, I've also heard the rule of thumb, which is like one gram per pound, which boils down to uh, 2.2 grams per kilogram, mm -hmm. just math wise. So keeping that in mind. I love your answer, Kelsey, because it pretty much sums up every answer we probably give about nutrition is there's mm -hmm. scientific evidence, but then to some degree, it's also very individualized. And that's why a lot of times in rec when people ask us for recommendations, there's a lot of ranges. Like Kelsey said, it's 1.5 and up, you know, 2.5 is high on the higher end. That'd be more for people like athletes and things like that. But there is a range there or 0.8 to 1.0 mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. So because it really does depend on you, your person, how you react to that much protein, how much movement you're getting in, how how much movement you're getting during the day, how much intentional exercise you're getting, and that sort of a thing. So absolutely, I'm on the same page as Kelsey per usual. Maintenance, <laughs> protein, you don't ever want to go below 0.8 if you're just an average human. There are certain disease states, like people with kidney mm. disease, who may kind of dip lower than that in protein. But if you have any type of comorbidity or outstanding disease and condition like that, please don't try to calculate your protein needs on your own. Search out help from yeah. a dietitian. But... To Kelsey's point, maintenance-wise for the average person, about 0.8 grams per kilogram. Everything we do is in kilograms in the metric system. We don't use pounds in the healthcare system. And then for someone with who's trying to um, uh, put on muscle mass and build that muscle, I would definitely say at least 1.5 and above as well. Yeah. Keep in mind, too, um, I don't want to insult anyone, but elderly geriatric, which is over 65 the protein um, base guideline increases actually um, because you can, you should be eating more protein if you're a little bit older to prevent mm -hmm. muscle uh, degeneration. So that one actually lands within one to 1.5 grams per kilogram. Um, just keeping that in mind, if you are a little bit older, I'm not trying mm -hmm. to offend anyone, but um, age is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to age. Just keep in mind, you might need more protein. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's very, very nice. Very sick. Yes. <laughs> oh, and the last thing I will say here, too, is that um, a lot of times we hear about that macro split as well. Um, and that is that, like, you know, maybe it's 50 percent carbs, blah, blah, blah. So just keeping in mind, um, you can use this. That's totally fine. And it will just kind of it's a little bit less specific as far as your, you know, grams per kilogram per day of protein. But it's OK to do that. Usually mm -hmm. your split will fall within the. 20 to 30 percent um protein especially if you're trying to build muscle uh, but something that's interesting is it really does go down to your weight as well i think april and i uh we had an interesting case study a while back where it was a like 150 pound male that was trying to gain um weight and gain muscle and his energy needs were so high that he was eating like what 3200 calories a day yeah, it was very high. Yeah. That 3,200 calories a day. And keep in mind, too, because that case study reminds me, 
if you're trying to gain weight and muscle and you're increasing your protein intake, you're also going to be drastically increasing your carb intake because in order to build muscle, you need double the amount of carbs. So with that case study specifically, his carb needs were really high too. So yeah, um, well, I mean, that's also why we have to Kelsey's point about the caloric or the macronutrient, what we call the macronutrient distribution ranges. So the percentage ranges for protein, carbs, and fat, we have that in addition to grams per kilogram calculation. So we can kind of look at it from all different angles and see where, what's the best way to piecemeal it all together. Yeah. Well, going back, (laughs) I'm finishing this. Um, The protein for that guy was only 15%. Only fifteen percent of his energy needs were mm-hmm. for protein, um, but which sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. But if you look, yeah, it was two point five grams per kilogram, um, which was max recommendation. Um, but it was only fifteen percent of his intake. So that like is like, whoa, what? That seems so low from percentage wise, which like stood out to me. I was like, wow, that seems so low. But then when you actually broke it down, um, it was you know normal. It was what he needed. So just something to think about there. My overall kind of make it subjective. And if you have any questions, mm-hmm. reach out to a dietitian. <laughs> yeah, <reach laughs> or you can check out, um, I know that April talked about it in the last episode, but Chronometer is great for mm-hmm. macro recommendations as well. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Or is it Chronometer? I don't know. I don't think it matters. <laughs> I always say Chronometer. Well, if they have an issue, they can let us know and then they'll sponsor us. So. <laughs> Maybe we should figure that out. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> point. Definitely. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next question here. So can I eat too much protein? Um, the answer for this is yes and no. I mean, if you eat, you're still consuming calories. So in that regard, you can eat quote unquote too much protein and that you'll be giving your providing yourself with excess energy. But in, in terms of eating protein itself, like you can eat basically there's going to be a stopping point where your body can't absorb or utilize the protein any further. So it'll just excrete part of that protein, the part that it doesn't take up, restore the energy through the your pee. So that's the answer is yes and no in this one. Kelsey, I know that you can yeah. describe it probably a little bit better than I can. Um, yeah, just to expand on it a little bit. So protein is the only macronutrient with, um, nitrogen, which is broken down by your kidneys. Um, so they're, can be i have read a little a a little bit about research on this i think it has to be a lot of protein like at least four grams Mm -hmm. per kilogram per day um to kind of increase that load on your kidneys and it can be kind of dangerous Mm -hmm. over time so you don't want to obviously eat you know 50 to you know 50 plus uh percent of your intake from protein because it can Mm -hmm. be kind of tough on your kidneys um and over time, it can cause some kidney issues. But again, like April said, if you're just eating like tons of protein, your body, if it's too much for what your body needs, your body will literally just say, okay, cool, get rid of the rest of this. And which is mm-hmm. why that nitrogen goes to your kidneys. Um, so just keeping that in mind, it, there's no reason to t- can eat like tons and tons of protein because it's treated mm-hmm. the same as anything else. And it can be stored the same way as carbs and, mm-hmm. and fat can be. Um, because when the nitrogen is removed, it can turn into, you know, the same thing as glucose. It can turn into glycogen. So just keep that in mind. It can be stored the same as carbs. Mm-hmm. Once so you're still work. utilizing that energy. And when you say, you know, to your point there, when you're eating excess amount of protein, it can eventually have an effect on your kidneys. And when, I mean, obviously the first example I think of is the ketogenic diet because mm-hmm. 
all fat and all protein, you know, if you're eating that long term, you know, that could really cause a lot of issues with your kidneys. You're not yeah. supposed to be eating that high protein for that long period of time. Definitely. All right. Shall we move on to the next question? Last but not least, our question is, do I need protein supplements? That is a great question. So I'm going to say in general, you don't need them. <laughs> you don't need them in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. If you are eating a good protein source at each of your meals, um, for the most part, not every meal is perfect, um, but for the most part, getting some good protein in at each of your meals and snacks, you should be pretty good. You should be at least hitting that you know basic need of 0.8 to 1.0 grams of kilogram per day. Um, if you are trying to build muscle, you can still reach that from just food sources, 100%. Um, you just want to be maybe a little bit more cognitive about it, making sure you're getting like you know a good mm-hmm. amount of usually plant uh, animal-based proteins will really be that pure protein more bioavailable as well which i know we talked about in the past but it just means that it is absorbed more readily than plant-based proteins i would say you can use a protein supplement here but as we always say with every supplement food first never get the majority of that thing from your supplement so you want to get the majority of your protein from food sources and then if you do enjoy having a protein shake or protein bar or if you want to incorporate protein powder into your, you know, maybe you like it in smoothies, maybe you like it in oatmeal. Personally, I'd like it in smoothies. Um, or I like having a protein bar after I work out because I just think it's an Mm -hmm. easy way to get post-workout protein. So it's totally fine to incorporate that. Just don't rely on that as your only protein and you don't 100% need it. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. You can get adequate protein needs through whole foods. Um, again, that doesn't mean that you need to negate them entirely. Like Kelsey said, there are a lot of times when it's just really convenient and protein shakes or bars and things like that just provide an easy way to get that protein in. So certainly, you know, I wouldn't rely on them and have them make up your whole diet, but if they help support your protein intake, by all means go for it. The only other time that I've, the only time I've really seen is protein supplements to be like very necessary is when I was working with athletes and they just, you know, if we're, you know, kind of referring to that case study we talked about, athletes are very similar to that that case study because their caloric needs are so high, their macronutrient needs are so high because they're working out so much that sometimes they just like physically can't eat that much food. So Mm -hmm. drinking a protein shake is just a really easy way to get all of those macronutrients in, including protein. So yeah, hundred percent. Cool. Well, I think that that is everything we've got for the day. I know that one was short and sweet, but we are trying to attack these from that angle so let us know what you think if you yes, were like that do. was great or if you're like i still want more um let us know and the comments and the reviews uh don't forget to download subscribe comment rate all that good stuff mm-hmm. um we love to see it it helps us yes and we hope you have and, a great week and if it's just kelsey recording next week you know what happened to me in mexico yeah in the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> i'll do a solo you guys let to get to listen to just my Sweet, sweet little voice. (laughs) All right, everyone, have a great day, night, weekend, week, whatever, whenever it is that you're listening to this. And thank you for tuning in. And again, like Kelsey said, please rate, review, describe, prescribe, subscribe, not describe. Prescribe. Prescribe. (laughs) And it's time for me to leave this podcast session now. April's out. (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.